Naptown, the city that always sleeps. Most people think nothing happens in this town that is halfway between nothing and nowhere, but they would be wrong. There's plenty that goes on in this town for those willing to look. Having decided that Gideon can be trusted, the crew head off to different bars to see if they can find out more about what is happening to these people. But the cost for answers is always steep in the city that always sleeps. So last time on Naptown, the crew met back up, touched base with each other, and decided to split up and go to the Red Phoenix slash Blue Ruin and the Silver Chatterbox. Seamus and Darling have discovered some weird shenanigans going on with the drinks, they think, and are waiting to see what effects things have while we return to Gideon, Tanner, and Faye, who are trying to get into the Silver Chatterbox. What does the outside of the Silver Chatterbox look like? Like, is there like a roped off line, or is it just we walk in and hope a bouncer doesn't ask us to leave? Um, I don't think it's a roped off line. I think it's just like a normal restaurant kind of thing. As a front, yeah. Yeah, as a front. And the Silver Chatterbox is completely legal on the front. Oh. <laughs> it's just the speakeasy behind the front that is the problem. Faye goes drinking at the... What is the speakeasy part called, Mandy? Or is it just all the same thing? I think it's just all the same thing. Yeah, so Faye goes to the, the illegal part often. To visit Darling, yeah. Yeah, Darling does both halves, as we talked about, where I said there's like two stages, because that's how I imagine things, so it's my world, so it just happens. <laughs> yeah, that's fine then. Is there like a notice check for this or anything? I mean, there's like investigation, right? Yeah, but it's more like I want to like, do you notice something, you know? Is there like a passive version of it? I don't think so. Not really. Make me an argument for noticing something, darling or Tanner. Not darling, Faye or Tanner. What do you mean an argument? Well, I mean, like you guys can roll, and if you want to add stuff, let me know. Finding dirt will not work, Cody. Neither will calm authority. <laughs> well, what about private detective? That one's fair. And what about uh, tr truths that are hidden? It is the opposite of that. Fine. Can I just do a straight roll? You can, but I'm going to say that... I'm going to invoke your tunnel vision. Okay. So you'll have a minus one, but you get to mark an experience on whatever that's under. Yay. Ah, dang it. That makes me a six. You do not notice anything. You are focused on getting to the speakeasy. Can you pass me a pencil? I got a four. You also do not notice. Cool. We are dazzled. You guys are both just on a mission. Uh, Gideon is following. Again, we're just going to like, until like, until it's relevant, he's just kind of there, you know, like he's not going to make rolls or anything. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so you guys... Make your way. Are you heading straight to the speakeasy or are you chilling in the jazz hall part? Is there a singer in the jazz hall part right now? What time did you guys go? I would imagine dinner time, like evening. Like, I would yeah, say like there's dinner. not a singer, but there is a band in the jazz hall part. It okay. is a little early for the, like, the headliner to come out. Yeah, I think it's like seven or eight. I don't think so then. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stick around there. Okay, easily enough, you guys can find the back. Faye's been there multiple times. When it comes to being a speakeasy, it's not a good speakeasy, as in, like, it's kind of, like, easy to get back there. Everyone kind of knows about it. It's like a busy one, which might not be the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> right, but this is, like, the speakeasy that is, uh, that uh, higher-up officials in the government go to, so it's, like, yeah, kind of thing, you know, like, it... There's less need to cover it up. Right, it's, like, it knows what it is, so it's, like, it does lip service to covering itself. Yeah. We made a big deal last time about uh, how Tanner would not really be like that part of the crowd there. What did he do to fit in for this? Oh, I mean, Tanner cleans up nice. Like, oh, does he? Yeah. I mean, since he's a private investigator, he's like, 
occasionally does have to mix with society. So he he doesn't look great. Like he still looks kind of like gaunt and tired all the time, but he at least like owns one nice suit that he wears when he needs to. And just in general, like he's an affable guy. So he's like nice to everyone. Oh yeah, I was just curious since we talked about it last week. He's in that weird middle ground where he's, he doesn't stick out, but he doesn't not stick out either. Mm-hmm. So kind of the thing, like, if you're looking for Tanner, you can find him really easily, but if you're not looking for him, he's not really drawing attention. Right. Yeah. All right, okay. so I think once we get back there, we start looking around for who's tending the bar and if Lillian is singing. Make me an investigation roll. Should I make that as well? Yes, you can. Hey, look at that. Ten. Nine. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're using any tags, Tanner? Uh, yeah, I was using one tag. I was using private detective. First and foremost, the thing you noticed about Lillian being here is, yes, she will definitely be here because there are signs all over saying that she is the headliner for this week. Okay. Wait, isn't Darling supposed to? Darling took the week off. She did, but she didn't ask Lillian to do it so yeah she did not interesting how often are you here Faye I'd say once a week once every two weeks at least I don't think you're able to know if someone is new at bartending or not then okay I will say it is not someone you recognize but you can't tell whether or not they're new just for the fact that you're not here often enough okay it's kind of like if you went into Walmart once every two weeks and there was a different cashier there you're like well I haven't seen you before yeah but well, it looks like Lillian's made herself at home. Yeah, no kidding. Still not 100% sure. I like hoping people are being drugged via alcohol and that it isn't a magic jazz hall singer because one of those is just more real in my mind than the other, you know? When has uh, sticking to reality been a barrier for us, though? Nah, it's, you know, we all try different ways to ground ourselves. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, should we... Order some drinks then? Uh, yes, I think so. Uh, Faye goes over to the bar and gets her gin tonic. Tanner goes over and goes, so what's the special tonight? Uh, so you encounter a woman with longer black hair. She seems nice enough. Uh, well, we were pushing this, uh, new martini. It's called the Rose Martini. Well, let me tell you, I'm all about having products pushed on me. I'll take two. One for me, and one for this large man here. And I gesture at Gideon. <laughs> uh, she gives you two, easily enough. You guys get your drinks. So uh, when when did you start? It's I've been here a few times. I haven't seen you around, you know? I make it a habit of getting to know the people I visit frequently. I mean, I've been here a little while, you know, not too long. Long enough to go the ropes, not too long that it's boring. I understand that. I, too, am a person that needs some diversity in my working times. So was the Rose Martini your invention or just from management, you know? Uh, it's just management told me that this is what we're serving now. So, you know, I, I listen to them. Tanner, can I have a sip? I mean, you could order your own. <laughs> Tanner slides it over to you. Wait, no, Tanner doesn't slide it over to you. First, he like lifts it to his nose and sniffs a little bit. And I want to see if I get any like hexing aura off of this. 
And now I want to roll private detective and truths that are hidden. Cody, and- you also, after last episode, you did something where you were looking at Tommy Reynolds and you had like the... Right. Yeah. I should I should either... I think I I think it, that's something I can add a plus one for, Zach? Question mark? Or is it just that I can do it? I think that's what we just... You said okay. that he can have a plus one. Roll your dice and we'll see if it matters. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that, that is a 13. Okay. <laughs> either way. It's either a 13 or a 14. You take a sniff of this, and you do notice magic aura, uh, a magic aura in it that is very similar to the hex that you saw in Tommy Reynolds. It is not identical. It's not identical, but it's similar. Yeah, it's it's. I'm trying to think of the right way to put it. It looks like fresher and more refined. Gotcha. Concentrated. So, like, think of like when you spray paint something. You know, like how the color is really bright, like the fur, like before the paint dries. Yeah. So I, I like got like a more worn off note, um, from it. So I'm not gonna like smash it on the ground or anything dramatic. I lifted it up, took like the barest sniff of it, and then I'm gonna slide it over to Faye and go, well, now be careful, you know, these martinis have a almost magical kick to them. You know what I mean? Oh, um, well, let me sniff it. Maybe I wouldn't like it. You know, the Rosewater Edition, it takes some getting used to. That's an acquired taste for someone who's, you know. How, how do you, you haven't tried it. Hmm? I watched you make it. I mean, that's... Oh, he's got a nose like a bloodhound. I watched you make it. It had a significant amount of alcohol in it. But how do you know you don't like rose water if you haven't tasted it? This is kind of a new thing. Oh, I do like rose water. I'm saying Faye doesn't. I love it. But, well, then why didn't you take a sip? Well, Faye said she wanted to taste first. We'll order another one. You know what? We will take another one, and I will pay in cash. Okay. But, she- and she turns to make it, Faye hands Tanner some cash so he can buy it. <laughs> You get a third one. <laughs> also, while her back, while her back is turned, can I do the Emperor's New Groove thing, where I like just like, <laughs> or like turn my head so when I'm pouring it, it looks like it's going in my mouth, but it's actually <laughs> getting dumped on the ground. Oh, can you save it in your thermos that you always have? <laughs> Yes, I guess I can. <laughs> Tanner gets out his thermos from his inside thermos pocket and dumps it in there like a psychopath. I mean, if we wanted to like test it or something, it's an ill-fitting suit. <laughs> It'll hide it. Tanner gets in his now ill-fitting suit pocket and gets out a ta- gets out a thermos. Make me a sneak roll. I don't think I have literally anything for this other than marksman and calm authority. Marksman because I'm having to aim while pouring the drink. No. <laughs> All right. So this is just a flat roll. Hey, that's a 10. It goes down exactly as you described it. It goes very well. You got, you are able to get it in the thermos, thermos without her noticing. I, I, I give her the cash and say, now keep the change. That's for you. You're doing a great job. Okay. So you guys can find a table and sit around for a bit? Is that what you're doing? I might stay at the bar and just kind of like watch, not like stare, but just be around and kind of watch what she's doing. Like, like I said, like both Tanner in game and Cody out of game are most interested in this bartender. Like that's who I'm. I want to listen to the singer and see if people go nuts all of a sudden, but I'm like, I think it's her that is suspicious, you know? Sounds good. So you're looking to see, like, how many people are getting this the rose 
Martini. How many times she's making this drink? If I can see where she's getting the bottles from. Oh, yeah. Is there anything unique about that? Like, just in general, like, I'm wanting to pick up on if I can learn what's going on. Can Faye be watching to see, just looking at who all is drinking the rose martinis and just kind of observing what they're doing? Cool. I'm going to treat that as your guys' third question, the, the combined two of what you guys are doing. Okay. Cody, you can very easily see what she's doing. She's not pulling the bottles from anywhere sus- suspicious. She's not doing anything suspicious. She's making the drinks. This might be a little too much. Is I know you had a recipe for the rose martini last time we were playing. Is it, it's like rose water and then some like standard alcohols that would be in every bar, right? Yes. I have no idea what's in a martini. <laughs> um, this might be too much. Can I... Can I tell if that bottle is unique, like that has the rose water? Does it specifically seem magical to me? Or is it just, this is a bottle of rose water and she's using it? Uh, I don't think you can tell that at a glance. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But from what you can tell, things is, it doesn't look like she's pouring in Magic Potion X into it. So if there's something magical, it's either this rose water, her, or... Um, or the alcohol. Yeah, there's something around that's magical that's enchanting these things. It's not. She's not like casting a spell actively as you're watching her. Right. Okay. What you and Faye both notice is a lot of people are drinking this. So she's doing a very good job of pushing it. Yes. I'll say you notice the same thing that Darling and Seamus noticed at the other place is that people aren't ordering seconds. They are only getting one drink of it and leaving. No, just kind of chilling. Okay. Which... Seems bad for business. Yes, and it seems atypical from what you're used to at these bars. Or at this place specifically. Right, yeah. Generally, this would be... This is where people are going to drink and there's music on, not... They're going to a concert and having a beer. Yeah. Right, if they're going to a concert, they're on the other side, usually, where it's legal. (laughs) Right. So, you guys wait a bit um, until, you know, like, it takes a bit for Lillian to do... The song's on the other side before she rolls around here. Is Gideon drinking it, even though he knows it's magical? Did you warn him? Well, I like, thought he, he was there when Tanner was... I said what I said out loud, basically, and if that... Okay, like, I, I didn't know how much you guys were, like, in on it. My guess would be he would have probably taken a sip beforehand. Okay, that's fine. Like Because you guys, you took a little bit of time before you sniffed it yeah, and said, you like, handed don't do it this. To him and then... like, you handed him a drink and said, you know, here you go. Well, oops. <laughs> So does Gideon do anything weird? Mm, nope. He's just, he's also doing surveillance. Okay. He's noticed similar things that you guys have noticed. He's in a little bit more of a foul mood, <laughs> but that he's in no more of a foul mood than when he entered, but it still is kind of foul. Mm-hmm. It hits around nine o'clock, 10 o'clock when Lillian switches over. And as the room darkens a little bit, not terribly, you can still see, uh, a familiar face walks up to you, Detective Tanner. Ah, Detective Tanner, you missed our date. Oh, how are you doing? I did miss our date. Full disclosure, it's because you're a criminal and I find you incredibly frightening. It's nothing personal other than who you are as a person I find objectionable. (laughs) So we're going to switch back to Seamus and Darling. You guys were just trying to see if any ill effects happened to you, right? Uh, yes. Right, they're in the Red Phoenix. Yes. And they've sipped on the the Rose Martinis. Yeah, and Seamus is not drinking his... At least not immediately. I think we're also kind of doing what um, Tanner was doing, but to the crowd, where it's just keeping an eye on people who are drinking it. Uh, we already know, 
like you said, that people aren't getting another drink, but just, you know, kind of doing the general surveillance of the room while talking and keeping up any pretense and waiting to see what this drink does. Make me an investigation roll, darling, to try to discover what this is doing. I don't think I have any tags that uh, pertain to it. Yeah, uh, that's a 12. As the night goes on, it takes, since you're only sipping and you guys are trying to, like, still work, it takes you a while to get to the bottom of this drink. Uh, You know, you're probably there, you know, an hour or so. Nothing happens for a while. It seems pretty chill. Mm -hmm. And then you start hearing, like, whispers in the back of your head telling you to do things that, like, they're in your voice. They sound like your thoughts, like your inner monologue. But they're things that Darling would never do, like, why don't we go rob a bank? What, you know, like stuff like that. And they are oddly specific with like how to rob the bank. It's it's not like, let's go rob a bank. It's like, why don't we buy, rob the bank on Fifth Avenue by going in the back door, which is unlocked currently. You know, the key to the safe is located above the manager, underneath the manager's desks. The pin number is 432156. <laughs> you know, like weird stuff like yeah. that. So does, does, Darling, does Darling need to make a wisdom saving throw now? Um, no, but for the rest of the night, Darling... Uh, you are at a negative one for all of your rolls. Okay. Because you you are you're at using part of your consciousness to fight against what is happening. So like you're you are not going to be mind controlled. Yes. But it is taxing your like your magic resources to not be mind controlled. Do I recognize that it's happening, or is this something that's just kind of like occupying my I guess mental capacity? I would say you recognize it happening. Okay. As soon as she realizes that it's happening, the way I imagine it is that her and Seamus are sitting like in a booth. And so she like turns towards the back of the booth like she's trying to she's trying to be very discreet about this. Seamus, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, that drink is working. Um, uh, in what way? Um, I'm starting to hear some things that are definitely not my thoughts or what I would It feels like I'm being told to go rob a bank or something along those lines. Who's who's telling you to do this? Do do you recognize a voice or anything? I mean, it's me. Like, it's not. That's bizarre. Yeah. uh, So, you know, don't let me do anything stupid, okay? Because my guess is this is probably going to get worse. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I'll I'll, I'll keep an eye on you. So are we just kind of just hanging out and seeing what happens now or what? <laughs> I think so because the, the singer hasn't gone up yet, right? Well, they probably are in mid set at this point. In mid set, okay. I think we should at, le- at least wait until the end of this set, and like maybe through because when you say set, you mean like uh, one singer's set or like the whole evening. One singer's set. Okay, so I think Darling would want to stay at least through the second person to make to see if like anything changes if that makes sense okay so you guys stake out for the better part of the evening then nothing really changes your thoughts stay the same you know you're fighting against these weird thoughts you know you're not giving into the impulse by any stretch but it is kind of like distracting you know like you'll start like paying more attention to the singer or like zoning off into space and you'll realize like why am i thinking about robbing a bank still mm-hmm. like i don't want to do that you know and like every so often you'll just like drift back to that are you saying for the whole second set? Let's say yes. People start to leave. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any like group mob of mind-controlled zombies walking around. People just seem to get in their cars and head off in various directions. So <laughs> it's almost worse. 
So when we when we were scoping out what happened to Tommy Reynolds, or I guess when Seamus was, uh, you said that we could tell when he wasn't himself anymore. Can either of us tell that these people aren't acting normally or any of them are? Make an investigation roll. Me or darling or both of us. Uh, who's ever doing this type of thing? I'll let one of you roll. I think I'll let darling do that because Seamus is focused on darling making sure she's okay i was gonna say darling is probably not the one to do this since you're the (laughs) one who saw tommy reynolds uh in the past and she didn't and also she has a lot of stuff in the back of her head then how then how about this how about i can if i did the role i'll take a minus one because he's trying to focus most of his attention on darling and the other people in this bar are secondary to him works for me i will do can i do see the unseen sure I rolled snake eyes again. That's three times in two sessions. Everyone seems fine. Great. You know, it seems like, like, I mean, some people seem a little boozy, but like no more than you'd expect coming out of like a jazz club or a speakeasy, you know, this time of night. All right. So I guess we're leaving too then at the end of the set. All right. You guys head out. So rewinding time back to Tanner and Faye. So you're afraid of me as a person, but yet you still go against exactly what I tell you to do, Detective Tanner. I mean... What specifically did you tell? Did you tell me not to come to the to the chatterbox here? You remember two months ago when I told you to leave well enough alone with Lennox Willis? No, honestly, I uh, I forgot you altogether until just now. But I mean, I'm not here looking for Lennox Willis. Like you know, that's not what we're about right now. That's because you already burned down the safe house that was holding him. With all of my employer's product inside. That was on purpose. Yes, that was intentional. Yeah, I did that. And I wanted to be your friend. I, I wanted to work with you. I don't believe that, but go ahead. I mean, I didn't want to fight you. You're kind of cute. Tanner just, like, stares blankly at her. <laughs> okay. But, you know, like, now my employer is very upset with you. Are and you threatening us? Are you by him at this point? I thought, didn't she come over to the table? Tanner was at the bar. Oh, still. Oh, okay. Sorry. Did, did Tanner sit down at a, a table? I thought we all sat down at a table. I, I said that I wanted to stay at the bar and watch the bartender. Oh, so okay. I guess no, but also like I don't, I'm not invisible or anything. So yeah. if you want to notice and come over, I'm fine with that, I guess. Or if you want to be at the table, I'm fine with that. You know, like, yeah, whichever, you know. I'll notice and come over. Oh, Miss Cameron, how are you? I was fine. What are you doing here? Well, you see... We are an interesting party and certain, how do you say, uh, powerful people that may or may not be here. And we'd rather you keep your noses out of it this time. So are you threatening us? I mean, I don't think that's really a threat. A threat would be more like, do this and I'll hurt you. But I don't, I don't want to have to say things like that. You guys seem like very right. reasonable people. Oh, well, great. You're not threatening us. We'll keep doing what we're doing and you can, I guess keep saying cryptic things at us for a while all right i mean it would be a shame if your mother figured out where you spent your evenings Faye. now that seems like a threat i mean if you guys are only going to respond to threats i will use threats and what do you want just for us to drink your way drink away our evening no i want you to get lost so do you just mean we just have to leave this place right now like just like go outside and everything will be fine I mean, for now, it would also help if you stopped investigating rifts that my employers are interested in. 
Oh, well, I mean, kind of our whole thing is investigating rifts, so... So if we're supposed to be avoiding rifts, any tips on who we shouldn't be talking to? Now, Miss Cameron, do I look like an idiot? Do you want me to answer that honestly or politely? Do what your heart tells you and see how far it gets you. Uh, I think... Actually, maybe don't. I've seen how you are with men, so... <laughs> I think we should uh, part ways. Tanner, is there any reason we shouldn't head out? Tanner is is troubled by this. Um, mm, so just so we're clear, the threat of your parents finding out that you're in a speakeasy with, like, the mayor is enough that we have to leave? It's just the two of us. Why can't we go for a stroll? We'll spend the rest of our evening elsewhere. All right. Sure. That's fine by me. Does this get her to leave? Do you leave? I think we start heading for the door. Or for yes. the front part of the place, at least. Do you turn your back to her? Or are you, like, watching her, like, you know, like, how, how are you doing this? Like, I don't think she's going to, like, shoot me in the back in a crowded space. And if she tries, that'll get real ugly for everyone real fast. Okay, cool. So yeah. I would just leave. I, I think, think we head to the front, the, the non-alcoholic section. Um, Caitlin, I'm going to say for making this decision, you can mark one experience on your... Uh, art tag. Okay. Because being found in a speakeasy, regardless of how fancy it is, would be bad publicity on the law firm. Um, so can we get to the, the non-alcoholic section without her, like, hovering and listening to us? Yeah. As soon as you guys turn away, like, she lets you go. Okay. But you guys, One, you turn your back on her, so you don't know where she goes. Okay. One, is Lillian going to be singing in this front section at some point? She already has. In the front? In the front, yes. Oh, I thought there was a band there. You guys were in the we back. We were... In the back for a while, we missed her okay. singing up here. Okay, sorry about that, Tanner. One, Gideon is still in there. I didn't want her to know. Yeah. Not that we trust him as far as we can throw him, but he is a set of eyes that isn't totally against us, or at least against me. The second thing is, I was thinking of shape-shifting and going back, if that's all right. That's a solid plan. I was gonna suggest we wait outside for her to leave and... I don't know the nice way to say clock her over the head and at the very nicest version of this is dragging her back to the Mystic Grove and keeping her prisoner. And the meanest part is at some point she has to go away. So, but your thing's better, really. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very high class of you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So should we meet back at the Mystical Grove or outside here and say... An hour or so? Uh, I'll, like, say, like, a few corners down. I'll be parked there. Okay. So Faye is going to step into the bathroom and shapeshift into someone with a blonde... What do you call it? It's, like, not a bob, but it's it's got the waves, you know? It's, like, short. It's, like, bob blank. A wavy bob? The, yeah, the wavy bob of the 20s. Yeah, so she's got the, the little headbands and the blonde waves and... One of those loose 20s flapper dresses. Do you change your facial structure? Yes. I don't know how specific you want me to get on that. Oh, no. I was just I was just curious if that was something that she was going to do, too. Yeah, I think she shifts it, makes the nose a little thinner, the cheekbones a little higher, maybe, and um, strolls back in. Make me a sneak around. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to obviously apply it shape-shifting, and probably make others focus on each other, not me. I'm cool with that. That's an eight. I get to choose one. I'm not telling you which because it's sneaking, but someone unimportant noticed you 
you are perceived by a secondary sense, someone picks up your smell, or you leave something important behind or discovered. So, okay. I'll tell you, it's not, uh, it's not the last one. I figured. So you make your way back in. It is still going on. The show is going. It's it's partway through the set now. It's going well. What you doing? I'm going to ask for a Cosmo decline the rosewater martini and sit at a different table by myself, not with Gideon, because I don't think Faye wants to totally reveal the extent of her powers to Gideon. Cool. What are you looking for while this happens? So you. I'm waiting for Lillian to show up and see if she is singing on the stage. Okay. She's actively singing on the stage. Um, can I do another investigation to see if, like, she's affecting anything that I can notice magically? Like, of yes, the people Yes, but you taking? have to justify it with your powers. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if you can actually do that. You don't have any, like, magic powers that do anything Oh, to, like, it? sense magic, yeah. Yeah, like, that's I not... I guess, a- can I... Like, is it worth reinvestigating if the people with the martinis are more affected by her? Or if any start anybody starts behaving weird? Or Make an investigate check. Can I do driven? intelligent you can't use i'll give you a plus one from one of them i don't know which one but you can't have them both another eight cool it's dark or it's a little hard to see this is now your second drink of the evening yeah and it hasn't been i mean it's been a little bit of a while but you know like i i don't think you're pacing yourself you weren't thinking about it as much because you're used to being here and in the off time especially shapeshift in the off time so you're like not thinking about that i'm working Mm mm-hmm so you're slightly buzzed. Okay. Um, making it a little hard, you do pick out a few people. The, the people with the the rose martinis seem to be more drunk than you would guess. Okay. Right, because they're all, all only having one. And then done. And done, but they're still behaving like they've had more. Okay. Yes. That is okay. what I will give you with an eight. Cool. So if that's it, I think Faye's going to wait for like the amount of time and then go back and meet Tanner down the street. I guess I'll have to get Gideon. So I guess I'll ch- nah, I guess I'll change back into Faye and get him. Otherwise he won't leave, will he? I don't know what he would do. <laughs> I mean he might. If he, I mean you could always like you could always like whisper to him that who you are and then that'd probably be enough. <laughs> I know but Faye doesn't want to. Oh, okay. You can go back uh, in and get him. Okay. We could just watch and see what he does. Yeah, maybe I wait for Gideon to like get up and leave and then Follow him out and then change back in the darkness. Like then... realize that you guys are finally gone. Yeah. Um. So I don't think you get th- fully through Lillian's set then. Um. He takes longer than you think is appropriate for him to notice that you guys are gone. Okay. But not so long that it's worrisome. You know, so like you mm-hmm. guys are gone for like a half an hour and then he notices and leaves. Okay. Which is a little bit of a long time, but it's not like he's there for four hours and it's like, wait, where am I? Where's the rest of the team? Okay. And easily enough, you can follow him out. Do I see a bunch of people like leaving in the same direction from the chatterbox? This is in the middle of the set, so people aren't leaving yet. Or a bunch. There's some people milling in and out. Okay. But you said you wanted to leave when Gideon left. Okay. Gideon. I thought people were leave only having one drink and then heading out. So yeah, they're having one drink and then just sitting around. Okay. There's some people coming in and out, like there's a little bit of foot traffic, you know, like at, at a restaurant, there's constantly a little bit of foot traffic. Yeah. So okay. that's what's happening with them right now. But you you are one of those constant foot traffic things where it's like not a lot of people, like people yeah. aren't leaving in yeah. mass right now. Yeah. Okay. So I think we, Faye shapes his back, taps Giddy on the shoulder, we meet Tanner. From what I gather, the mati- martinis look strong, but not 
deadly or anything. No, but they are for sure, like, hexing people. Right. Uh, Lillian said's not done. Do you think we should watch for Mass Exodus? Well, I guess, first of all, Gideon, how are you feeling? No, if I'm being honest, uh, not great. Would have appreciated hearing that those were hexed before you handed it to me and I drank it. I didn't know until after I got it and smelled it. So, you know, it seems to wear off like after a night. Don't do anything tonight. Literally just go home and sit, I guess. But not yet because we kind of still need you. Did you um, feel anything different when Lillian was singing? So, yes. At first it was fine. I was... It just tasted like a decent martini, not cotton, really my jam. But I figured Tanner was trying to do a power play of some sort by ordering a rose martini after we talked about Darling's favorite flowers being roses earlier today. Um, But then during the set, I started hearing a voice in the back of my head mention that I should like go do like some bootlegging things or something like that. All right. Just general bootlegging? Well, not general. Very specific where to go and pick up said booze. Oh, and this only started after Lillian started singing? Correct. Oh, wait. I just realized something. Shoot. Okay, I'm at a crossroads here. One, Gideon, I think we should do that thing. Or rather, we should kind of go where you think we should go and see if someone else is getting the same message. You understand? Oh, okay. That seems... Fair. But I also want to break into, like, the back office of this place and see if I can find that rose water and dump it all over the ground. So a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I am fine with whatever. I'm kind of along for the ride tonight, I guess. Like, Well, we I can always think... come back for the rose water, right? We don't have to do it tonight. That's true. We could, we could go watch the bootlegging maybe happen and follow them to wherever they're going. And then we can come back and like, I don't want to say, you know, we're not going to burn down the bar, but we could, you know, perform some crimes. It might be easier to break in during, I don't know, during the day. I don't know if that's true. Maybe there's like, I feel like there's like three hours. It would be good to break in between the hours of like four and six, which I guess is two hours, but you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, Gideon. Well, where do you feel like you should go and perform bootlegging? Cause we're going to go and watch someone perform bootlegging. How did you all get here? Did Gideon drive? Gideon drove, right? Um, I don't know if, I think we drove. I, I don't, what, whoever. Gideon's not driving, though. Yeah, but that's what I was going to say. Gideon. He can direct us, but he's not getting behind the wheel. <laughs> right. Whoever, whosever car it is, if it's Gideon's, he gives you the keys. If it's not Gideon's, he's there and gives you directions. Oh, he gives you. Should we pick up the rest of the crew? I don't know if you know where the rest of the crew is. Yeah, and they might still be, like, on their stakeout, so I think no. That's true. I guess we'll find out if they get sent to the same place with the drink. <laughs> If they drink it, if it's even there. <laughs> Stop medicating, right, yeah. Faye. Faye doesn't know that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, lead on, Gideon. Okay, as you guys drive off into the night, heading to down to the industrial district, and that's where we'll stop for this episode. Does anything good happen in this industrial district? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing good.
Hey Wanderers! We hope you enjoyed this episode of Naptown Chronicles. If you want to hear more content from the Wandering Gamer Network, you can check out the Wandering Gamer Network website. We also post Let's Plays that we do on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. On Twitch, we can be found at wandering underscore gamer underscore network, and you can follow us on Twitter at the WGN Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. The intro and outro music was composed by Caitlin Balgaman, who voices Faye in this podcast. All other music is openly licensed or in the public domain. Now, sleeper, it is time to rest. And remember, it is the gods who envy us.